find that whatever you do in the gym, it's almost impossible to add significant bulk? Or do you find adding muscle easy, but unfortunately find that you pile on fat just as easily if you're not working out regularly? Well, the reasons behind this could well be down to your body type. While humans rarely fit exactly into one category of body type, there is a widespread recognition that there are three broad body types. Now, we're going to go into this discussion a little further, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I'm Roxy. Thank you so much for joining me for What's Good Broth, a podcast. I'm really happy that you're here. We're going to talk about a topic that I'm very much interested in and have a very special guest with me today. We're going to be talking about fitness. And with me in the studio is Mboyo Savory. Mboyo is a certified personal trainer. He's in the IT industry and he has his own fitness business which is called weight aerobics and boyle say hi to the people hi good morning to all the mm. listeners there good morning all right and boyle weight aerobics can you delve a little deeper for me tell me what exactly this uh business is all about okay great so weight aerobics is a fitness and health business um what we mostly focus on over is your health and because we we think that your health is most important and uh, from time to time you know you will have persons that come to me that they want to lose a little bit of fat there a little bit of fat there you know and so we tend to focus on persons you know losing that that body fat not only that you have persons who also want to gain muscles you know and get a little bit bulkier and so we accommodate those persons as well um later on in, in the discussion i will you know go into the intricacy of this fitness program absolutely Ah, great. Uh, you know, and I'm one of those persons that um, is interested in actually gaining weight because I fall within one of these body type categories and I find it sometimes hard to gain weight and put on muscle. It's not that I want to put on, I, it's not fat, but I want to muscle up and look a little more lean. And I know that there are some stereotypes um, as to you know, when persons put on muscle, especially women, you're going to look like a guy or you look like a man or whatever. But we're going to debunk those myths a little later on in the program. We're going to start with this. The pandemic has thrown everyone for a loop with certain activities, and it has seized um, a lot of activities for various industries. Just like every other industry, like the airport industry, food services, entertainment, transportation, or even tourism, there has been a shift in the way people engage in exercise. Now, we saw a shift from gym settings to virtual settings. A lot of Zoom aerobics and monitored fitness routines classes have been taking place. However, with the government restrictions being a little more lax or a little more relaxed, some gyms are now open to a limited capacity and fitness is being conducted um, a little more often with 
with some amount of restrictions. Now, I think that falls in play with the type of business that you have in Boyer because it is hybrid. So you have both uh, a virtual and a physical setting. Did the virtual settings for weight aerobics come about because of the pandemic or was this always a service offered? All right, let me tell you, Roxy. Um, indeed, the, the pandemic has forced us to go to a virtual space um, because oftentimes persons, you know, like to be in a physical space with equipment, you know, with the trainer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they tend to or tend to believe that they will get more from being, you know, being there at a physical space with the equipment and with the trainer. However, the same amount of exercise and that attention that one may get being in a physical space, that in itself can also, you know, roll over to a virtual space. Um, mm -hmm. What has happened though, Roxy, is that um, doing the online classes, persons, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable because they are in, you know, their own space. Right. And, and so persons can, um, in fact, you have a lot of persons who are shy and who don't necessarily want to be around people, right? right. And, and that in itself, you know, um, you know, get persons to, you know, go online and doing their exercises because, you know, they may, you know, be a little bit, probably a little bit ashamed of their, of their weight, you know, and don't want to be around persons. Mm -hmm. um, so in answering your question, though, the, the shift in the pandemic has, has, has really forced us to, you know, conduct our Zoom classes. But mm -hmm. let me tell you, Roxy, Zoom classes is just as important as being in a physical space. Yeah. Um, is it as if I was going to ask if it is as effective? How do you find persons in terms of their discipline to push through with the with the routines, coming um, to classes regularly or consistently? Um, how how has that been for you for your classes virtually versus in person? Okay. All right. So. In conducting these Zoom classes, right? As a mm -hmm. personal trainer, you have to ensure that you have the necessary equipment, you know, so that you can facilitate such a class. Yeah. And when I say necessary equipment, Roxy, I mean that, you know, you have a good device, a good camera, or a good phone. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, you know, that can project or you can see persons, um, you know, clear so you can you know, monitor their, their movements. Um, but not just that, you also have to have a good Wi-Fi or good internet, you know? So, you know, you don't get any cracky, you know, display, that yeah. sort of thing. And um, they, when, when, so you have, so you're having a camera, right? And, you know, sometimes the camera may be a little bit too small, so you cannot, you know, pick up on everybody what they're doing. Yeah. So for me, 
what I do is to project this um, display to, to, to my TV, yeah. right? And so I have, I now have a bigger visual of what is happening, you know, mm. and I can still correct somebody if they're not doing it right. um, correctly. Yeah. But you may ask the question, Roxy, right? How do you, you know, tell somebody that they're not doing it correctly, you know, in front of the class and will it interrupt the entire Zoom session? Yeah. Yes. Um, it will interrupt the Zoom session if, um, you know, you point out that one person and maybe mm -hmm. that one person don't want to be pointed out, yeah. right? And so there are ways in encouraging them, you know, to say that, you know, just bring up the tempo a little bit more, you know, type of thing, you know, bring yeah. your hands a little bit closer type of thing, you know, instead of telling them that, no, you're not doing it right and, you know, interrupting the class. Yeah. Um, however, though, having, having finished that session, I will just call the person, you know, via a simple telephone call or even via a video call and mm -hmm. just explain to them, this is how we do the, the movement, you know, this is, this is the range of motion that we're supposed to do, etc., etc. Um, well, you sound very passionate about fitness. So I just want to gain a little bit of background as to where did your interest in fitness come and how did this journey start? Okay, great. So um, fitness, let me tell you, from I was in high school, you know, I was a part of the track and field team. And uh, so when we're doing our, you know, exercises and all of that, it makes me feel good. It helps, um, you know, me to breathe properly, you know, it helps me to sleep a little bit better and, and all of that. And I always have the, the knock for, you know, just, just being active. Right. And so, you know, I wanted persons to, you know, be active and, you know, live a good life. You know, as my as my weight aerobics motto says, you know, your journey to health. Um, so I remember I think back it was in 2008 when you know someone saw me and say, Um, are you in fitness? And I said, Well, I exercise, you know, practically every day, you know. And you know, the person said, you know, I want to get a body like yours. And, and this was a female, you know, right? Oh. <laughs> in, in fact, in fact, I was on the ill that day. And yeah. she decided to, you know, give me her time. And I tried to work on her. I think yeah. she weighed 275 pounds, if I am not mistaken. Wow. Um, and we work, you know, weeks upon weeks, months upon months, Roxy. And... Uh, she was very consistent, you know, in, in, her, in her exercising as well as, you know, in her dieting. And so when I was having this individual client, I felt that I needed to read more. I needed to, you know, know more about fitness, mm -hmm. you know, so I can be able to help her reach her desired goal. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you. We leave from 275 phone Roxy and mm -hmm. 
she weighed 215 pounds at I think it was about seven and a half months. Wow. Right? And that was no joke. Um, yeah. but let me tell you, dedication is a must, and she was dedicated. Yeah. So when I saw that result, I'm saying to myself that you know, I need to, you know, go a little bit more in this um type of you know business because yeah. if I can get her from 275 pounds to 215, right? Then that is good um, result and that is good marketing. Right. So I decided to continue, you know, I continue with a few clients, you know, here and there. And uh, so now in 2021, you know, in fact, in 2020, you know, I decided to start a program at work. And, uh, you know, I, I started a program at work and, you know, persons were seeing their results and all of that. And I say to myself that, seeing that persons are seeing the result that they want, why not get certified? Right. Hence, I went right ahead, you know, enrolling the personal trainer class. <laughs> and, you know, I was successful. And I decided to start my weight aerobics. Right. And I must tell you that, you know, it is... It have a buzz right now. It have a buzz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're seeing a lot of persons um, coming in, requesting for you to do the same miracle that you did for that lady or the same sort of guidance that you provided to that young lady. People are coming yes. in and asking you, oh, listen, see what you do? I'm going to step up my game and shape up the body and get the, the fitness to another level. Yes. Um. Let me just add to that, Roxy. Um, so last year I started out with just one girl at work mm-hmm. and she and I worked together and, you know, and person saw her and said, whoa, your body, I come out, man. <laughs> Good they right? saw her. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they saw her working out, you know, at work because that's where I conduct my exercise and uh, by virtue of them seeing her, then they, you know, no want to come in this class. No, mm-hmm. right now I have about fifteen persons working with at work. Nice. Uh, and um, you know, it could get a little bit bigger, but because of the, you know, the whole COVID nineteen um pandemic, I tend to just, you know, kind of restrict it to a certain amount of persons, so yes. we can have our physical, you know, distance. And, you know, while we exercise comfortably. Yeah. But it's growing, man, because if people can see, like, the results in one person and you're moving from 1 to 15, it's growing. So Indeed. persons are um, seeing the benefits and they want to apply it to themselves as well. Um, as we talk about benefits, though, let's just lay out very clearly. Can you just tell us, like, I know everybody talks about fitness and health and diets and all the things that come in between um fitness and health i don't think a lot of us truly understand the the discipline that is required to maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle um i can tell you from my own personal experience that 
you know, I've always done fitness. I've always been an active individual from high school days. I've been um, a part of like sporting activities. I was on basketball team, swim team, tennis team. I didn't pick it up in, in university, but I've always gone to the gym, even though it has been very inconsistent. I've always gone to the gym because the fitness aspects of things um, of one's lifestyle is important. And I have a trait of um, diabetes in my family. So I know that if you don't take into consideration the food that you're consuming, as well as the exercise, that can be a detriment to you long term. But I will admit and say to you that I'm not a consistent fitness person. Like I will do it for three months, four months, sometimes pushing to five months and then I drop off and then I come back again. Um, and my diet is not something that is, you know, I don't stick to like fruits and vegetables. Like I'm trying to integrate it now, but I know that this is a struggle for a lot of us. How important is it for us to try and get that fitness and that thing in check? Okay. All right. Um, before we talk about the, the, the importance of fitness, um, I want our listeners to first understand what is fitness, right? I mean, mm -hmm. there are a lot of, you know, definitions out there for fitness and all of that. But, but my definition, though, you know, is the, is the condition of being physically fit and having the ability to perform physical activities while still, you know, having time for leisure activities. And when I say still having time for leisure activities, it can't be that after you finish doing your exercises, you cannot walk. You cannot go home and watch a movie, right? Having exercise you know you can't go to the shop you can't go out on a little fun trip yeah and so and so you know being physically fit yes physically fit is one but are you still able to do physical activities and leisure activities after you finish exercise yeah you get me um and so that's my definition of a fitness because i want you know i i want to do stuff after i finish workout yeah i don't want to you know just finish an exercise program and i can't walk or if my friends say you know let's go have a drink i can't go because i am tired so, so. Mm -hmm. right and so you know i i want our listeners to to to, to understand that concept that yeah. you when you exercise you still have to have time for leisure activities if you can't have time or there's no time for leisure activities something is wrong and you probably need to re <laughs> rearrange your program right <laughs> um as well you know roxy i want to also um talk about the the the, the two components of fitness because understanding these components of fitness then one will understand the the benefit yeah. you know of fitness and so there are two components there are 
what you call it, um, health-related components, and you also have skill-related components because a lot of persons exercise because they want to be better at something, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of persons exercise because, you know, they want a good health. And so we are going to talk about the health-related components as well as the skill-related components. I'm not going to go in too much detail because that in itself can take up the entire program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about the health-related components, you know, we are talking about um, cardiorespiratory endurance. Mm-hmm. We are talking about body composition. Yeah. We are talking about muscle strength, flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, and, and muscle endurance. Now, while all of these are linked, because I hear the term cardiorespiratory, you know, it's, it, it speaks about breathing, you know, speaks about oxygen, you know, going to the body, you know, going to the muscles and all of that. And, you know, muscular endurance, you know, you have body composition, you know, what is the, the body fat to, to muscle, you know, persons want to have a lean type of body, you right. know, and they were talking about flexible. How flexible are you? right if if something were to drop from the bed can you are you flexible enough to just bend over and pick it up right um muscle strength you know if you were to go to the kitchen can you actually lift up a cup of water right can you actually lift up the pot you know we talk about muscle strength and these are just some of the health related components and while we have the health-related components. And as I mentioned before, you also have the skill-related component. Now that we get that out of the way, Roxy, you know, we can now talk about some of the, the benefits of um, our fitness. Because remember earlier, we said that we have the health-related components and we also have the skill-related components. And most persons go in exercise because of health-related components. Am I right? That is correct. Okay, great. So, um, so if you're in it for the health-related component, then what will happen is that, I mean, exercise and physical fitness, it will help you to control your weight, right? But what you have to understand is that Exercises, you know, our exercise works along with good dieting, right? And what I want to tell my listeners now is that you can't just, you know, lose weight by merely, you know, just just exercise. In fact, let me tell the audience this, that dieting account for 80% 80% of losing weight. The next 20% accounts for exercise. 80% so- is a large number. Uh, because of what we eat, that is the main contributor of why we gain weight or it's hard for us to, to lose weight because we're not paying much attention to um, the food that we intake. Yes, and let me... Um, you are you are correct, but more so specifically in 
losing weight. I'm going to go to the um the the section that you know we work on gaining weight. Right. But but, but but right now we're talking about you know um controlling your weight and trying to lose that fat, whether it be on your tummy, whether it be on your oblique, you know, type of thing. We we the the, the eighty percent believe it, Roxy, the eighty percent accounts for what you intake in your body. So I'm saying this to say that you can do exercise from now until tomorrow morning mm-hmm. or until next year. Once your diet is not intact, yeah. right? You will lose weight, you know. You will. Don't get me wrong. You will yeah. because exercise is because there's a 20%. You will. But the dieting aspect of it, you know, plays a major role in how we control our our weight yeah. right um because the thing is this you know in controlling your weight you know it 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 prevents obesity right and you know as far as i know that when persons i, I mean there there may be other underlying you know um illnesses that can cause one to be obese but I think that the food that you intake in your body plays a major role in, um, you know, in, in putting on weight. Yeah. And so let me just try to, you know, clarify something here that if persons want to, you know, maintain or control um, their weight, Persons have to understand the the type of food and the food groups, right? Um, I'm going to, you know, pay more attention to what is called a calorie intake, right? Now, almost everything has calorie that we intake in our body, almost, right? And so when the body roxy um get too much calorie than the body actually needs what will happen is that that extra calorie is going to store as fat in the body and so in 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 losing this weight or even maintaining we want to ensure that i mean if you if you want to lose weight we want to ensure that at all times, you have what is called a calorie deficit. Yeah. And let me just explain this. So what is a calorie deficit? Um, you want to burn more calorie than what you actually intake. Mm-hmm. So say, for instance, you have intake, um, you, you consume about 700 you know, grams of calorie. Then you want to ensure that they even burn at least 800 or or a thousand calorie so you have to keep you have to be in a deficit position um in a calorie deficit position if you want to actually control um that weight so that is one benefit because we want to you know help control our weight and exercise 
along with dieting can cause that, right? Also, what, what, what most persons are pretty much aware of, um, you know, they, 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 they exercise also reduce your risk of heart disease. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you touched on it a little bit, um, you know, earlier in this conversation. And so when you do, you know, routine exercises, you know, exercises that can get the, the heart pump and, and strengthen the heart, you know, and I mean, raises the, 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 the oxygen level in your body. You know, this helps to lower your risk of, of heart disease, you know, and as well as high cholesterol. You get me? Yeah. And, and so there are, there, are, there are exercises that, you know, account for these. I mean, you can perform simple aerobics. I mean, you have different ways to perform aerobics. I mean, you can run, you can swim. I mean, you can walk. Pardon me? You can do Zumba classes or dance classes. Dance classes, Zumba, and you are so correct, right? So once we get the heart, you know, raise the heart level, you know, and increase, you know, that oxygen level in your body, it helps to strengthen your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, though, regular exercise, it, 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 it will lower your blood pressure, you know, it will. So that is the next benefit of, you know, um, being physically fit or, or just, you know, exercising. Mm-hmm. It also helps to manage your blood sugar. Let me tell you, exercise, Roxy, it can lower your blood sugar level. Mm, and I mean, I mean, you, you persons, persons get up some days and, you know, they say, you know, I'm just going to exercise because, you know, I'm feeling a pain right here or feeling a little cranky right there. And I tell these persons that, you know, don't wait until you start feeling these illnesses before mm. you decide you know to go out and and exercise right and i want to also um this may be a little bit tricky right no for me i i mentioned it earlier that exercise it improve i think this was maybe the second thing i said when i came on and on here um it, it improves your sleep and in fitness, rest is very important, right? Um, so, you know, being physically active and doing your exercise, I mean, it, has, it allows you to fall asleep faster, you know, and also it allows you to stay asleep longer. Yeah. It, um, it also reduces, reduces your risk of, of falls and... If you can remember when I mentioned about the um, health component, I think one such um, component was balance and coordination, right? And yes. so when, I mean, for older folks, you know, research shows that balance um, and muscle strengthening activities, it yes. intensify um, your in fact, let me tell you, 
when you when you have a good balance and coordination you know i, I don't know if you ever see persons when they're walking you know they tend to sometimes you know tilt to the left or tilt to the right you know or want to fall you know and that is as a result of um not having that 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 muscle strength in those areas to keep them up yeah. i mean and this actually goes for you know more older folks you know but it can reduce um their risk of falling and and i think i have one elderly client you know that i that i work with online and doing the rest sessions i realized that she tends to you know um a little bit cranky in in bending or you know when you're trying to you know do probably a lunge exercise she tends to want to tilt you know and and fall yeah. and you know we worked on that we work on our balance and our coordination and you know she is a little bit better you know in in doing these exercises and the reason why i'm stressing on this so much though roxy is that um uh, the balance and coordination it helps to improve um exercise forms and a lot of persons you know perform exercise incorrectly and cause you know additional damage yeah. damages to the muscles That's and true. you know for me I, I i i don't want that um so i i normally stress on you know um muscle strength and balance and coordination in terms of the components um of of fitness right um it also helps helps you to think yeah. and so there are many um benefits you know of of exercise mm -hmm. and so and so i implore persons you know to just start yeah just start the hardest part is to start true you have to make a commitment you have to say you know what um this is what i am going to be committed to doing because i know you have to have a why as to why are you doing this how is it going to benefit you what does it require of me in order to get to that level that i need to get to um, I think once you're disciplined in your commitment to fitness, you'll find that um, it's going to be a struggle sometimes because even with me, sometimes it's like, oh, um, I don't want to spend, you know, three hours, four hours in the gym. And then sometimes it's a little daunting when you think, oh, gosh, I have to go to the gym now when I'm going to spend so long. But Roxy, let me tell you though, um, you see, you don't have to go to the gym and spend this exorbitant amount of time um, because, you know, you want to, to, to put in, you know, the work as, 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 as we call it. Now, you see, exercise can be fun, Roxy. Yep. Exercise can be fun and it can perform relatively easy. Um, so there are two types of movements, right? There are what is called, we call it the, um, isolation or isolated movement. 
are isolated exercises. And we also, you know, have what is called compound movements, right? So if you are a person that, you know, you are strapped for time, you know, and, you know, you can't spend three, four hours at the gym, as you mentioned, or you don't want to spend three, four hours at the gym, then I normally recommend that persons, you know, we do compound movements. And what compound movement does is to work, you know, more than one um, muscle, you know, mm -hmm. muscles at the same time. So instead of working in isolation on a particular and an individual muscle, then these compound movements will make you work on two, three muscles, sometimes four muscle groups at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what will happen is that you get a more, uh, a more, a, a, a more full-fledged workout from, from just, you know, doing compound movements. Um, and um, we know that there are different body types, right? So there are different ways in which we should exercise for that particular body type right in indeed you are correct and let me just say to our listeners um know that there are three body types right you have the the ectomorph the endomorph and you have the mesomorph now i mean you can't give the ectomorph the same exercise as the endomorph. And for persons who don't know this body type, I'm just going to, you know, dive in a little bit deeper so persons can understand where I am coming from. All right, so let's talk about ectomorph. Let's talk about you, Roxanne. Yeah. All right. Now, ectomorphs are persons that are, you know, we call them, they are very slim, yeah. right? They are tall. And these persons, for the life of God, it is very hard for them to put on weight. That's true. Right? Very, very hard for them to put on weight. And so we, we would want to deal with these body type um, in a specific way. How do we do that? Do we give them a lot of aerobics? No, we don't want to give them a lot of aerobics because they're already slim. Yeah. They don't want to lose no more weight, yeah. right? Yes, they want to look like a skeleton. <laughs> and so we, we have to find the right diet as well as balancing that exercise um, for them. No. So for the, the ectomorphs, right, mm -hmm. what type of exercise do we give them? What type of diet plan we, you know, organize for them? Now, the thing is this. When you want to gain muscle, all you have to do is to lift heavy, are moderately heavy with less repetitions. So what I tend to do is to make persons um, of this particular body 
type, you know, warm moderately, you know, probably by just doing probably a lap or half a lap, you know, and, 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 and do some stretches, you know, that focuses on the different joints, you know, and these persons, I normally ask them to, you know, first, first of all, I would want to find out what is their one rep max is like. And when I say one rep max, I mean, I want to put your muscle on the strain and the pressure that you can only lift whatever amount of weights only one time. That's so, effective. Yes, it is. And let me, and let me, and let me say, because what we're trying to do here is to, you know, to, to know what your muscle endurance is like to see how far you can lift mm. how much how much reps you can go because we need to know these things so we can help to guide you in creating um that program now having get that one rep max i normally would you know um give you a a percentage of that weight to lift but okay. I would want you to lift a little bit heavier, but less reps. So instead of giving me 10 reps of maybe a 15-pound dumbbell curl, mm -hmm. I would say, hey, I just want you to give me two reps of a 20-pound dumbbell curl. That's it. Okay. And just three sets. Because studies have shown that when you lift heavier, you tend to build muscle. So you lift heavy with less reps, then you build muscle. However, on the flip side of that, if you lift light and more reps, you burn. Right. In your case, you don't want to burn. Right? You want to build. Now, so we talk about the, 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 the exercise part of it. But what should we intake? What should these um, persons of this body type, you know, intake into their body? Now, we have to ensure that um, we packed our meal, you know, with, with, with a more balanced, you know, um, food, a balanced protein diet. Yeah. Because protein is what is going to help you to build those muscles. Yeah. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper in this, um, Roxy, yeah. so that listeners can understand. Um, when you bring the muscle to a total failure, right? Now, the muscle is damaged and need to repair. And nothing is wrong with that. When persons exercise, even if you're going to exercise for the first time and you lift up a weight or you walk, I don't know if you tend to feel some sort of soreness, right? And those soreness come from as a result of, you know, you exert the muscle to what it has never been through before, right? And so the muscle, there is damage and nothing is wrong um, because when the muscle is damaged and you use or drink your protein or eat your protein, then the protein helps to 
repair um, that damaged muscle. And in repairing that damaged muscle, what it now does um, is to expand that muscle, allowing that muscle to grow. Okay. When they, when they find out what I'm saying, yeah, it it now expand that muscle and allowing that muscle to grow. Now, and when do these muscles grow? It grow during your sleep. So when you're sleeping, you know, those muscles, those damaged muscles, they tend to grow. You know, um, when they when the protein is wrapped around those muscles and expand it. And that's how now a person from your body type, you know, will tend to get a little bit bulkier, you know, put on a little bit more, more weight because you need that um, amino acid. And you get those amino acids from the protein that expand um, those muscles. And so I'm going to talk about the, the endomorphs now, you know? Nice. So... The endomorphs, you know, are the persons that, you know, have a lot of body fat. Yeah. But not just body fat, Roxy. Persons believe that endomorphs do have muscles. Endomorphs do have a lot of muscles as well, right? But they, they have a lot of body fat, but not necessarily a lot of muscle, but they do have muscles, right? And I, I, I must say that Oftentimes, you know, um, it's the, 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 the endomorphs that actually, you know, um, come, to, come to me for advice, you know, mm. and want to join the program. Now, the, the endomorphs, by virtue of being fat and having that fat, um, whether it be visceral fat or whatever the fat may be, right? Yeah. You, you want to get rid of that fat. And, and so we have to do what is called um, aerobics, intense aerobics, explosives, you know, things that are exercises that will, you know, con concentrate on these fat and burn them. And, and so we want to focus on, I mean, a lot of aerobics, a lot of running, I mean, a lot of uphill walking, maybe sprinting, yeah. if you may call it, a lot of rabbit chase, you know. But, 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 but here, you have to be super dedicated, you know, because it is no easy role. And it is no easy road, right? And, and so, and, and, what I tend to do with these persons, initially, you know, I give them the aerobics class, you know, um, you know, we do some running, we do skipping, you know, anything that will pump the, the heart. But unlike the endomorph, the ectomorph, sorry, exercises, um, we, we tend to go very long um, and intense in terms of the aerobics. Um, section with the with the um, endomorphs. Now, having you know get them in that state of mind, um, what I tend to do, I also tend to 
you know, let them lift a lot of weights in the, in the, in the first segment of my exercises, right? So I ask them to lift heavy as well. Just like the, the ectomorph, I ask them to lift. Probably not as heavy as the ectomorph, you know, but there's a science behind this. Yeah. There's a science behind this. I want the endomorphs to lift and put on muscles um, underneath the fat. I want them to put on muscle. So yes, you're still going to have that big belly, but there are going to be a layer of muscle underneath the fat, but you can't see it. You're only seeing the fat. Mm -hmm. But when this person now put on that muscle beneath the fat, then we go back to our aerobic sessions and our intense and our rabbits, you know? And I find that when, when you build the muscle underneath the fat, you burn way faster. So for these persons, what we tend to do is to, um, we tend to stay away from a lot of food. And let me tell you, you see, we, we tend to ask them to stay away from like sugary stuff, you know, stay away from fried food, you know, stay away from alcohol, stay away from, you know, dairy stuff, you know. I told them that water must be your only beverage. You hear me? Water, right? And I also encourage them that our eating must end at 7 p.m., right? And if you want to get something when you reach home, you feel a little bit a peckish, you drink a healthy smoothie. Whether it be a green smoothie or a fruit smoothie after each exercise. And we, we want them to, you know, consume more vegetables, you know, of a vegetable diet. But we're going to still mix the vegetable with protein, you know, because protein is very important. And we, we actually want persons, we don't want persons to just um, take out protein from their diet totally. No, that can't work. But what we're saying is, to eat food that has less calorie, yeah. right? Because we want to ensure that you are not intaking a lot of calorie and you're not putting in that time to burn off more than what was intake. Calorie deficit, we spoke about it earlier, right? So at all times, these persons, we want them to maintain a calorie deficit. So if yeah. they intake, I mean, 300 grams of calorie, then you best believe you're going to, you're going to have to give me 600. You're going to have to burn 600 calorie. So, okay. so at all time, so at all time, the fat is burning. At all time, we are losing weight. And I must tell you that um, Roxy, I also give nutritional advices or advice to person, you know, who, who, who want a diet plan because with all my exercises, I, I have diet plans with them. I am not, I must say, I am not a nutritionist, but I get and can give nutritional advice. Um, and there's a next body type, which is the Mesomorph. Now, the mesomorph is the athletic type of person, the athletic body. 
you know, persons who are in sports. These are, you know, the, the mesomorph um, type of persons. And these persons, I mean, they can gain weight, they can lose weight at any particular time. Why? Because these persons have what is called a fast metabolism. Yeah. You get me? And these persons who are of meso, mesomorph type, I mean, they normally stick to the, the skill-related component of fitness. And remember, we spoke about the skill-related components. We talk about, I mean, agility. We talk about speed, right? We talk mm. about strength, you know, just to name a few. So, and, and we conduct exercise, you know, that are, put it this way, we conduct isolation or isolated type of exercises that, you know, um, specific, that target the specific area in which these mes mesomorph um, body types want to improve on. Okay. I mean, that is so informative. I think persons can appreciate uh, the information about each body type to try and curate something for themselves and then to get in touch with um to with you for them to understand that listen maybe they have even not really understood why they haven't lost weight or why they haven't gained weight and it's really for them to seek advice through someone who is well versed on the topic and well versed in the profession who are who is able to guide them with identifying the right exercises as well as their meal plan, right? right. Um, one, one thing I've noted with a lot of these social platforms regarding fitness is that I've seen a lot of persons coming on claiming to be, you know, they're fitness gurus and they are fitness influencers and um, sometimes their credibility is even questioned. Um, but there's also persons who come on to Instagram and they're like fitness bodies or TikTok bodies and their bodies are a particular way. We don't know if this, some of these bodies are based on cosmetic procedure or if they actually went to the gym and put in the time and effort and, and, and the exercise and the diet. But what do you think about this narrative with these images that we see online and what, it, what happens in actuality? Because it might seem a little unattainable or it might you know, be even a disillusion to some persons as it might trigger like body dysmorphia, people believing that what they see online is the ideal body type and that is what they need to do. Some persons go to extreme lengths to get to achieve that body, but in reality, they might not really truly understand what it takes to live a healthy, fit, lifestyle so my question is do you think these instagram bodies are attainable or is it just for clothes all right um thanks for that question so there are there are a lot of persons who are on instagram 
as well as TikTok. As you mentioned, um, that they're they're you know they have this real nice you know awesome body and you know we who are on the outside looking in is like whoa you know I want to have a shape like that you yeah. know and you know oftentimes these Instagram persons you know will project themselves to say that it is exercise you know um and diet that uh that they have done to get them where they actually um where they actually is no but i say to persons that you have you have persons on instagram who actually do um the 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 rigorous exercises you know and the diet plan you know to get where they actually are and you know if you if you realize in my last um when i spoke about the mesomorph type type of body you know those you have persons who who just naturally built a certain way right and you know they will tell persons that they of course you do exercise yeah and all of that but i mean a lot of persons they just build this way they just have that a mesomorph type of of body and it is so hard for them to to, to lose weight um sometimes and it is so easy for them well it's easy for them to lose and sometimes it's easy for them to gain i mean because of, of the body type they have um they these persons now on 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 instagram uh, i mean as i think you may know too that uh, a, lot, a lot of them um have done you know some surgical um procedures to to actually get the the body that they actually want i mean i mean that decision is based on on them do they feel good about themselves on the outer aspect of their body but yeah. The question is, what is actually happening inside? Let me just draw your attention to this. In, it was last year. Last year, just before I started my program, um, weight aerobics, I wanted to, because I always have a nice body, right? <laughs> I, I, I always wanted to, to work on myself first before I work on other person, right? So I decided to, hey, I am going to eat a lot of junk. I am going to, you know, put on a lot of weight, you know? And even though I am of a mesomorph body type, yeah. and remember what I said earlier, that mesomorph, I mean, they can put on weight easy, they can shed it easy, right? Right. And, and so I wanted to put on... um. A lot of weight in particularly the belly because a lot of persons come to me saying that they want to lose the belly right and so i ate i put on a little belly i had a pouch and i said you know what i am going to get um the nutritional advice from a nutritionist right as well as 
conduct my 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 own training my own program that i you know orchestrated and so i worked on that i do my exercises i you know keep up with my diet and there was no belly i showed persons the before and after picture right and they were like whoa i need to come on this program okay. and when and when i put my pictures on instagram um it's not a surgical procedure it's not yeah just so i just put in the, that image out there to say that you know this is what it was before and this is where i am now mm-hmm. and even though i am of a mesomorph body type i can still be able to write programs that will concentrate on on person um losing that that fat but before i just want to i just want to mention something Roxy, that a lot of persons come and you know they might have nice nice bottom or if you want to call it nice ass and yeah. um they they don't want to lose their ass they don't want to lose their hip but they have a belly you know they want to lose yeah. the belly alone right. and i'm saying to them that there's no such thing there's no such thing as wanting to lose the belly alone it's not gonna work right you are going to have and i always give person the truth right i always tell my clients that look here there is no such thing as losing that belly fat alone you are going to have a total body loss and i make it clear to them because i don't want any of my clients to say that i me make them bottom gone or i me make them hip gone or i me make them 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 leg gone or whatever so i always tell my clients that look here in the initial procedure or the initial program right you are indeed going to lose weight from all aspect of your body there is no such thing as just losing the weight from your belly you have to have a total body loss and i make it more specifically to say is it the bottom way you have it will go down yesterday the hip way you have it will go down mm-hmm. yesterday thigh way you have it is going to go down mm-hmm. but how long this is going to be for it's a program and you have to go through a sequence of exercise in this first sequence you're going to lose it but you are going to gain it back you are going to gain it back but you're not going to gain it using exercise and a more healthy healthier diet that's about it but these persons are you call themselves influencers and they want persons to come in on their page and you know and all of that increase their likes and followers increase their likes and increase their followers but um you know that's not it Roxy. um we 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 have to you know pay specific attention to 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 
what we intake and also the type of exercise that we are doing you know to satisfy each um body type whether it be an ectomorph an endomorph or a mesomorph um body type to those persons on instagram you know if if they do a, a surgery and they like it then that's on them right i'm not going to bash them that's on them but mm. where i you know come in is when persons are going to mislead you know persons in in how they attain attain that body type yeah um that is so true i mean you you spilled so many gems in this podcast today because i think what needs to happen is that we need to have a real look at ourselves kind of be realistic in our goals and expectations um a lot of persons feel like after you do three exercises you start to see abs forming when nothing like that really happens it takes time it takes work it takes consistency it takes discipline that is right it takes looking um getting advice from professionals who um know about body types know about the exercises know how not to injure yourself when you're performing these exercises and know um what sort of dietary plan you should be on and give the appropriate recommendations. So I think persons will really benefit from this sort of conversation and it should be normalized so that persons don't think that because you see somebody on the internet or social media, you feel like, oh, you know, that's the ideal body and you have no clue exactly how they got that body. You don't know if it is something born out of the gym if it is something um, that was created under the knife, you have zero clue. But we need to manage our expectations so that we don't go in with um, these misconceptions. Uh, so as we wrap this up, I just want to give you the final words. What do you say to persons out there who are listening and they're like, yo, what do I need to do now as my day one in order to start living a healthier, fitter lifestyle. Okay. All right. So my first thing, you know, I would say to a person is to is to start now. Just start. The hardest part of living a healthy lifestyle is to just start, start from somewhere. Start do some walking, right? I mean, if you normally consume four to five alcohols you know, per day, you know, try use three alcohol per day, you know, just to just start. That's my yeah. first thing to person. Start. Yeah. It is the it is the, the the hardest part to do. Trust me, it is the hardest part to do. And once you start, we, you know, should be getting somewhere. Now, once we, you know, start, we try to, you know, make exercise our routine, yeah. right? Make exercise our routine. And when I say exercise, I don't mean that you must run from ears to the Jericho wall. No, 
you can start by do moderate to light walking you know um instead of just be being seated you know all the time you know get up do some walking and you know start to be active right getting that exercise right and i would say to persons that you know make water a part of your hydration mm-hmm. another person's out there like to drink juice and juice and juice not doing not knowing that those juices that we drink um is is contributing to our our weight gain yeah. because a lot of these juices have a lot of um sugar mm-hmm. uh, in them and sugar helps contribute to to weight gain we we don't want to do um we don't want to do that we want to limit ourselves you know um you know i i, I mentioned this before and i'm going to always mention it sleep and rest rest is very important right so at all times you know try to factor in some so you can get some good rest because it is doing rest while those muscles rebuild themselves you know get get stronger and um and and expand and so we 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 want persons to 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 factor in sleep as you know something that is is very good yeah wise words um it's it's it is definitely the best way for us to take um our journey in fitness seriously we just have to start start baby steps and then we can build um build on those steps as we go on in our journey but start start slow start small every step counts every inch counts every every exercise that you put in if it's 10 minutes 15 30 an hour it still matters and it still contributes to your health all right so this has been a very informative episode it has been one in which i have taken some notes and i'm going to apply some things to myself and i'm going to start taking my diet and health a little more seriously so i just want to thank you Mboya, for um passing on or imparting to us uh words of wisdom uh information that I think everybody can apply to themselves and I do hope that everybody checks out Mboya's business weight aerobics on Instagram are you on any other platforms Mboya weight aerobics um it's just on Instagram for now for now great yes all right so everybody ensure that you check out weight aerobics on Instagram he's got some really good things um up there you do see some videos you do see a lot of persons working out they're putting in the work they're working up a sweat there are some other informative uh videos that you will see you'll see them on the beach you'll see them on the hill you'll see him boy working out himself so everybody just run over Instagram like subscribe follow you know the drill. And Boya, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. I really appreciate and, it. And uh, I must thank you for having me. Um, and let me just point out this before I go, though, that uh, the weight aerobics is W8 
aerobics. All right, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure, you know, um, you know, giving you um, these fitness tips and fitness um, information. So you and uh, the listeners here can, you know, run away with something this afternoon and apply it to their daily life. Definitely, 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 definitely. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Mboya. Everyone, thank you so much. Like, subscribe, follow. All the platforms are listed below. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.